0: Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host. I'll be your elf for today's topic. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for jumping on board with us today. You might wonder what you stumbled onto. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems that everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. We even, uh, whenever the experts always sound convincing, but they often disagree. And how do we cut through that noise? Well, when information overload leaves us frustrated, we're often wondering how do we sift through it all, and how do we choose what governs our lives? Our leadership here at Grace is processing and praying about these things, and we want to offer this resource as a way to dive into today's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff, how are Joe? we doing, buddy?
1: Good. Now I have this picture of you in an elf suit, which I have seen. I, I actually disturbing.
0: do own an elf costume. <laughs> I think when most people think of an elf, they think of someone my size. Yeah, you I was going like, to ask,
1: of the two of us, who do you think is more likely to play <laughs> Santa at his old age? Well, you have a beard, so obviously it's you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and I would I would very much need a hat and wig at that age, for sure, as that well. age? Yeah, well... <laughs> (laughs) I just was, you know, you said old. You said old, yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyway, well, this is actually a Christmas uh, episode of our podcast, and it actually was sparked by someone who submitted a question. And so uh, let's take a look at this. They said, I've read and heard messages that say that Christmas is a pagan holiday and that Christians should avoid it. I'm confused by that message, no matter how deep they dive into their explanations and wonder what you would say about it, please. Well, thanks for saying please. Uh, (laughs) Thanks. And thanks for submitting that question. And you know, this is uh, both a perfect Christmas theme and kind of a perfect mixed messages angle at it because this kind of stuff is certainly out there i was even doing some research and googling and everything and uh found a plethora of information and opinions even about how this plays out but uh jeff like kind of walk us through at least kind of kick us off how do you navigate this question at least in general that you know christmas christmas is a pagan holiday
1: yeah well uh i navigate it honestly so um you know, I, I remember one time sitting at a pastor's uh, dinner thing that I went to, and uh, the guy got up and, and uh, did the devotion. And he, he said, in all seriousness, he said, you know, if you rearrange the letters in Santa, it spells Satan. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you really hate Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dead in there. So um, I think, honestly, I, I think there's. Uh, a side of people who are Christ followers who overreact. I actually grew up in some of those traditions sure. that um, they would look and say, "You don't, you don't have a Christmas tree because that was a pagan ritual. Uh, you don't. Uh, Santa was really a pagan ritual. Um, Christmas itself is a pagan ritual." By the way, this same argument applies to Easter. Yep. So Easter is a pagan ritual, and uh, and they're all right. Yep, they're they are all correct about that. Like, so let's
0: pause there, dun dun dun. Maybe you didn't realize that. Yeah. Like yeah, that a lot of this stuff is based off of some old pagan rituals. A
1: lot of those traditions are based off of pagan rituals, mm-hmm. and and uh, they'll differ throughout time and history. Sure, you know, and and so, um, but a lot of them are are uh, some of them are based in like fertility rituals. Uh, some of them are based in like harvesting rituals a little bit maybe how we would think of thanksgiving the easter bunny and all of that and even easter itself is based off of a uh, the 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 date and the name easter is based off of a celebration of a pagan goddess and so you can certainly find those things and um, they they're a real thing santa claus like in north america really didn't become that big of a deal until probably after world war 2 Um, so you can find that stuff and, and it is, and some, I don't know like what our, what our uh, listener is referring to exactly, but, um, so I don't know what you're reading, but you can read credible and real things and there's a, there's a real argument there. So you just need to know that, like there's, (laughs) there's a lot of that and, and, uh, anything that, that we have created as a cultural holiday, Um, might have some aspect of that in it. Now, I love that passage of Acts chapter 14. Read that real quick. Yeah, Acts 10, 15 says, uh, that's
0: all right, Uh, says the voice spoke to him a second time. This is God speaking to Peter. He says, do not call anything impure that God has made clean.
1: Yeah. So this is Peter having his vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, Peter is a real conservative uh, ancient Jewish person. He had a real, it was a real question in early church about whether you had to be circumcised in order to be a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. And so God gives Peter this vision, and this the Bible says like this sheet comes down from heaven, and there are all kinds of animals in that vision that are unclean. So a hooved animal mm-hmm. was is still considered unclean to an Orthodox Jewish person, and then a lot of seafood is considered unclean to a, an Orthodox Jewish person. And in this vision, God gives to an Orthodox Jewish person. God says, listen, this is, that, we're not under the law anymore. And so you don't have to observe these rules, and you don't have to observe—you don't have to become an Orthodox Jew in order to be a Christ follower, is right. basically what Jesus was saying. And so that happens a lot. There's there's a lot of things that, that we would do in Christianity— in which we have redeemed pagan rituals. Yep. I, I tell you one that most people won't talk about is church buildings. Mm. So a lot of church buildings uh, in ancient Rome, uh, many of them were uh, built for pagan gods. And as Christianity swept through, the church took them over, redeemed them. There's even mosque like that in Spain I've been to and other places that they're redeemed. Um, we would have... Uh, 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 Modern versions of that. So the the filthiest, godly, uh, godless, uh, most impure place on planet Earth is the internet, yeah. and it's also a place that you can find Christ, and we can get around any wall set up by any government or any opposing uh, opposition to Christ, so we can present the gospel to it. Right? Uh, the the filthiest piece of uh, sin. The the greatest window and door into sin in your life as your phone. Hmm. And you're probably listening to this podcast on it right now. <laughs> so there's lots of things like that 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 have backgrounds or religions that the people of God have changed the meaning of, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, there are false religions and cults that would change the truth of Scripture make it mean something else, but that is that's a very common thing, and that's what uh, God's talking to Peter about there in Acts, and and He's saying, no, 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 I assign the meeting, and, and, it, and it's not the thing, right? It's not it's not the 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 physical thing; it's the heart behind the thing. So Christmas is like that. Yep. So we're not talking about the birth of Christ. That, of course, is in the Scripture. We're not talking about uh, all those kind of things. But you could um, take—you can make this argument if you want. Like, uh, you have a nativity set. Uh, Heidi and I actually kind of collect them a little bit. We have a ton of them in our house. Well, the Bible also says make no graven image. Mm -hmm. So do we put an idol up in our house? Are we— or are, is it represent something mm-hmm. to us, right? Uh, the Christmas tree, you know, that, that is rooted in a pagan thing. Well, we're not worshiping that tree. It's a celebration of the birth of Jesus in our home, it's one of the most sacred uh, times of the year for for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the giving of presents, you know, that we're, when we give presents we're talking about the goodness of God and His generosity. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you redeem these things, and you make them what they were—you uh, make them what you want them to be, and you make them around the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus was not born on December 5th. Or December 25th, or <laughs> right. December 5th, for right. that matter. Right? He was probably born more in the spring. Mm-hmm. So people will say, well, December 25th is a pagan day. I'm like, yeah, it used to be, but now it's the day that the world knows is Christmas. So mm-hmm. it's been redeemed and changed because of it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And um, I don't think this is what our listener is getting into, but the the source material that you'd be reading getting into this, it's really almost trying to drive a hard line between uh, the words I'll use is between like sacred and secular, and that gets muddy real, real fast. Yeah. Even though they're trying to add clarity, what's the deal with that?
1: So that that is a um, that is a a segment of the Christian subculture that would label certain things sacred and certain things secular. So uh, there's a part of the se- uh, Christian subculture that would say there's secular music, there's secular television, there's secular movies, there's secular whatever. And I would look and say, okay, what makes something secular? Mm-hmm. And they would say, well, it, if it doesn't glorify Christ directly, it's secular. I'm like, okay, what about happy birthday? Right. Right? Um, well, that that's different. Well, why? Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't talk about sex drugs and rock and roll. Okay, well you didn't say impure. You right. didn't say ungodly. You know, so what do you do with Beethoven? What do you do with like what do you do with music? Right? right? So drums are secular. Well, isn't the <laughs> Tiffany a drum? <laughs> I mean, right. like the 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 loud crashes. Well, isn't that handheld cymbals in an orchestra? Mm-hmm. So I would be very careful to look and say there's sacred work, there's secular work. You are sacred because of Christ. Yep. So you are set apart. If you're a Christ follower, you are set apart. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And what you do and how you do it for the Lord within the context of Scripture Mm -hmm. is what makes something sacred, right? So we're, we're in a building right now. It's a. It's uh, we're over at the Jet Road building. It's a church building. Is this building sacred, or is it just drywall? Mm-hmm. It's just drywall. What what makes it uh, something special? It's what we as the body of Christ do within it. Mm-hmm. So we glorify Christ. So it's what we are doing. It's not what the bill. It's just steel and drywall. It's all it is. Right. It's nothing holy about the spot. It, it's the holy people within it, and so I. The it, it's funny like that argument of like secular uh, Christmas is pagan. Uh, how did you get the information on it? You
0: got on the internet and Googled
1: it. You Google it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you redeemed Google. Mm-hmm. You redeemed the internet. You redeemed your computer. You. Yeah. Right. And so, so that is a, a red herring that leads to legalism, mm-hmm. and and that's not where we we where we want to be. Now, what I would say is this, making sure that you assign the truth of Christmas yeah. to what you're doing is a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll, I'll have people, and they'll say, Santa's of the devil. I'm like, oh, man, is the Easter bunny? Yeah, it's of the devil. What about the tooth fairy? What about Father Time? What, what about... You know what about a cartoon? Mm-hmm. They, they, oh, for
0: a minute there, I thought you were rattling off the Santa Claus two cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jack Frost? Yeah, right. About, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's like they're just pretend. Yeah, right. And and you're pretending, you're having fun. It, it's it that's all that it is, um, you know. And so, do you want to do that? Some families are uh, okay with pretending. Some aren't. I'm like, let's do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but make sure Christ is the focal point. My family, um, it's funny, we, we played Santa on my on the Bogue side of the family, but we had a very strong tradition uh, that my dad put in place that we were not allowed to open presents until we read the, the Christmas narrative from the scripture hmm. and prayed. Mm-hmm. So he was like, no, that was funny. That's cute. Did Santa bring me presents? Sure. He brought you your stocking, but... Jesus is who blesses us, and it was a day of worship for us. Now, Heidi's family, they're like, no Santa, no ever. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. You know, but because it was just a, a play thing. So I think you have those kind of things. I think the same thing with Christmas trees. My, my kids did not grow up thinking the Christmas tree was related to a pagan holiday. They they, they have no idea what we're talking about right, right now. right? You know, candy canes. Like There's a neat poem about the candy maker that really redeems a candy cane. It's just a piece of candy, but you assign. Yep that stuff to it, etc.
0: Yeah, we do that with uh, things all the time without realizing it. I mean, you know, the clothes that you're wearing right now, it's like, well, are those holy clothes or are those, yeah. you know, it. Um, but we assign meaning to those things in the same way that we might hold on to a trinket from a family member. It's like, it's not that this book is anything special. It's the fact that my grandpa, my grandfather gave right. this to me, you know, and so the relationship does that. And I love how you're talking about how God redeems these things, because, I mean, I mean isn't that us as individuals right. like i have been plenty quote-unquote secular right. for a huge chunk of my life and yet god forgives and redeems reassigns purpose and sets me on a different path yeah. so uh love that so with Christmas, you know, like what we're encouraging is that you just dive into the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah. And again, that sounds cliche, especially if you've been around the faith for a little while, but don't let it pass you by. That's how it drifts, uh, is allowing ourselves kind of just go through the motions, but pause, take the time, get into the Christmas narrative, spend time with Christ, lead your family and your friends uh, to him through it. And
1: Joe, I, I know you're on a, you're landing the plane here. That's but all right. Let, let me just jump in. I think what Joe just said is incredibly important, hmm. um, and I would encourage you to make that those things traditions. Yeah. Right. Polar Express is a tradition. Night before Christmas is a tradition. It's all fine. Who cares? But make Christ things a tradition. Uh, my family Christmas Eve service is a non-negotiable with Heidi Bogue, <laughs> and then we have a. In Brazil, you have like a Thanksgiving meal on Christmas Eve, and so the prayer time around the table is a non-negotiable. And I am so grateful. For me, reading the Christmas story before presents is a non-negotiable, right? Yep. So you you make the so it's something that the kid it's drilling this stuff in, but they look for my kids never they love it. Yep. Right. It's like, well, what do you mean we're not going to Christmas Eve? That that they would be irate. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. So. Exactly. I think what you're saying is just so wise and, and find those focuses, find the scriptures. Yep. I think re, read the night before Christmas, but read the Christmas narrative mm-hmm. and like pray it through and enjoy it and let's let's thank Jesus before we tear into presence. You you can slow it down a step yep. and do all those things and, and the focus is where, where it needs to be. It's yep, good stuff.
0: Absolutely love it. And uh, I'll give you a couple practical tips there. If you have an old translation of the Bible, grab a new one. Even if you have to Google it, maybe get into the New Living Translation. Yeah. Um, or even uh, for this purpose, you could dive into the message, which is a paraphrase. Get into Matthew 2, get into the beginning of Luke, and read through what God and Christ have done at Christmas. It's, it's a wonderful thing, and it really Changes that focus, and yep. that's that's what we're here to do uh, with Christmas. Find
1: a movie uh, like oh, at so Easter. Many. My family we always watch The Passion of the Christ, which yep. is difficult to watch. Find a biblically accurate representation. I, I, I like the it. Nativity story. Yeah,
0: like it came out I think like twelve years ago or something like that. Maybe I'm off, but I loved it. I cried the first time I watched it to be honest, but it just because
1: it got me in the mindset. We watch A Wonderful Life. That's a seventy year old movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Well, uh, thanks for listening to us today. Thanks for diving into this. Uh, If you have questions, of course, you can submit them on bath.gracechurches.org slash messages We'd love to dive into your question just like we did to this listeners today. Uh, Feel free to subscribe uh, to all of our social media platforms. Follow us. Send us direct messages if we can help you take any unique steps or if you need resources on how to build some of these traditions that we're talking about today. Uh, Feel free to join us on the weekend in person or online. Uh, and we hope, we so hope that you have an absolutely wonderful uh, Christmas as you celebrate Christ and instill some of these traditions in with your family. Thanks for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all of the mixed messages around us. Merry Christmas. Merry See you next Christmas week. Christmas,